0: Hello and thank you for downloading our podcast today. A big show just gone by.
1: We had uh, the executive producer of the Britney Spears documentary that everyone has been talking about for for quite some time, Framing Britney. It's going to be on TV tonight.
2: Leave Britney alone.
1: What is he doing these days? He's getting sick of that, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I think but he can is. Can we speak to him? Mm. I think he became mm. a bit of a YouTube sensation. sensation but that. yeah. that's all he's really done. Mm. Yeah, um, but
1: she, she's interesting. It's interesting to find out who they're going to be doing the next, doc, next documentary on.
3: And uh, Maddie took part in a bit of a social experiment to see what he has in common with Prince Harry. And it's a surprising lot.
1: Yeah, I surprised everyone, really. Yeah, it it's was like, a bit Can anyone shock? even tell you apart anymore?
3: Probably Talk, not.
1: talk. Say something to me. Megan. <laughs> oh, Harry, is that you? <laughs>
0: Megan. Megsy. Would no, you he's, mind? No, he's
1: like a real... Um, uh, uh, Megan. Yes. <laughs> Megan.
0: Um, may I be allowed to leave the house this evening? No. It, it shall be to collect things <laughs> from the shop for you. To like, do, to yeah. do what it is you require me to do for you, darling. Yeah, he does the Woolies pickup spot, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be
1: click and collect. I I don't have Woolies, it's called something it's else. Close. Safeway? No,
0: Safeway was Melbourne. Tesco. Tesco
3: UK. Where are they? They're in Canada. They'd uh, have um, And in uh,
1: New Zealand it's Walmart. the German name. Mm. Aldi. No, the Woolies is the same company. Das but, this. It's
0: called something else. <laughs> Vulvas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get your food
1: here. <laughs> no, guys. Shout come out on. To the German listeners.
3: That's so, hey. uh, amazing. Oh, uh,
1: do they not have Walmart in Canada? A Girl no, I used America. to date was German.
3: She's what? Just, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang no, on. No, Ge-
0: German. A Hang on. He said German. That, but what?
3: A girl you used to date. Yes. You I want to throw it, that out there. In, oh, in,
0: like
1: in drama school. It's, it's gone through a phase.
0: Yeah, no, no, it was just, a, it, was a, it was a lot. Well,
1: like, when you guys like... were talking and Oof. I used to always get in trouble with her and, like, I went up to her once and I was, you know, she was my boss and I was telling her that I'd, I'd carried all these plates or something because I was just learning to be a waitress and she's like, you're really nice, but do you really think you carried out for being a waitress? And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough, whatever, harsh, cool. And then I went up to her and I said that I was learning Spanish and she flicked one of the plates at me and I was like, no worries. And I was like, because I thought you'd like it if I learned Spanish, you know, to talk to you. She was German.
0: Oh, so you didn't. I okay. presumed
1: she was Spanish because so you... of the way she looked and she was so angry at me.
0: Right. You thought you were dating a Spanish girl. No, this is had...
1: before. This is way before. Like this is the second I'm time I met her.
0: So. Oh yeah, right. So mm. did you date her before No, that? after. Oh, after. after. Yeah, mm. right. Cool. Mm, East or really. west? Huh? East or west? German? Mm.
1: Don't know. Mm. Don't know.
0: I was going to say, wouldn't she have gone south? Pinner.
1: Pinner. No, Pinner. Pinner. Pinner.
0: How long did you date for? Six months. Wow, so it was a full relationship. Well,
1: no, kind of. We were, sort of, we were working as like, waitresses at the cruising yacht club, and we just used to party a lot.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. At what point, like
0: six months, obviously Mm-mm. not serious serious. No, but definitely si- not serious. Six months, you w- would consider that, like you say, you dated her. You weren't. In a relationship with her, but that no. would be like that was long enough to be no, no, definitely not in a relationship. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. I think she's married now
3: to a woman or a guy. A guy. Is
1: she a guy. Yeah.
3: Big Spanish big. guy. <laughs> 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 he thought he was uh, he was marrying <laughs> <laughs> a Spanish girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my mom's going to be so happy. <laughs> you have
0: to keep up this life right? uh, Alrighty All mm. uh, here we go, guys. Let's get into the podcast.
1: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast, B105. Ah,
3: oh,
4: g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday.
3: Yeah, when he's not hanging ten, he's being all zen. Fresh from the surf, it's time to head to Abby's house and Scotty too Hottie for Tradie Chat Tuesday.
4: <laughs> yes, Stabby, always almost it there, buddy. You had, you had a crack at it. You just kind of didn't get the rhymes down, did you? Zen.
0: No, you, you What it was is there's usually one more bar in it and yes. you, you, you wrapped, it early and, I wrapped it early. And you know, Scotty, he likes the full. He amount. likes the full intro. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, you can't mm.
4: short change mm. it. Uh, sorry, Steve. I'm not having a go. You do an amazing job there, mate. Introduce me every week. So, hats off to you. Thank you.
0: Uh, now, right. you had an amazing weekend, Scotty. Oh, uh, you, yeah. you got away from the family and had a boys' weekend
4: in Melbourne. I did. I did. I was very lucky and thank you to my beautiful wife for organizing it because she knows I can't organize tying my own shoes at times. So, yeah.
1: You know what he normally yeah. says for that. He yeah, he yeah. Yeah, 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 gave yeah. me a yep. heart attack. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm not going to lie. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> no. thank you for censoring
1: yourself, Scotty. So, yes.
4: Yes. Um, um, yeah, uh, Yeah. it was good. We had a great time. It was um, yeah, great, great setup. Um, it's great for the families. It's great for the for whoever wants to go for surf because um, there's... Different intermediates and whatever else.
1: So, this is at the yeah. urban, what is it called? Urban Surf. Urban Surf. Uh, so, it's an indoor yeah. surfing place. It
4: looks amazing. Yeah. How
1: many yeah. hectares would it be on?
4: Oh, yeah. Look, I'd look roughly four or five, maybe. Just step not, it out. Uh, car park and then they've got the surf and then there's mm. a bit of grassy area and a, a restaurant in there and everything so so they yeah. have an art of, it gets
0: an artificial wave in this pool and you can surf it which is like an hour worth of surfing in there would be the equivalent to what like five hours out waiting for, for a wave because you just you always have the perfect wave that you want
4: yeah there's um, there's so that in the session we're in there's 18 only maximum of 18 people in the water and there's 12 waves come through in a set and you got yeah like you said mate it's one hour so you um, you get, you know, twelve waves coming through every sort of four four minutes. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What music do they uh, play? Because yeah. you, because Beach Boys. <laughs>
0: They'd be. I always think about that. Out in the surf, there's only the music in your head. But like at a theme
4: park,
3: there's always music yeah, playing.
4: It well, Matty, it's funny you said something about that. Well, that's what me and the boys are saying. They don't even have any music. Cranky. Oh, they don't. So, oh, they should that's Mr. Trick. Yeah. yeah. One, one that we're going to build, apparently. Oh, um, here we Going you know, to have all these, you know. All these features that we've they've kind of forgot about, you know, like uh, a nice day spa for the ladies to go, a little crass area to put the kids in. Yes, so, that's you know, good. Together. He is go thinking. So, like, there's a few things they were missing there, but that's, yeah. that's Melbourne. They miss a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, Scotty got
1: together with the boys and they were trying to work out. They even asked him how much it
4: cost, mm. and they
1: opened it up like a week before COVID, so they had to shut it down. So they haven't really rec- yeah. recouped it. But how much yeah. did they say that it cost to build?
4: Well, we Googled what it said. Thirty to forty million. Okay, we can drum that so he's up. He's looking okay. for a few backers. We all the listeners together, yeah. we yeah. could get mine in Brizzy.
0: Yeah. But, do you remember but, as a kid? So talk- Sorry. Uh, well, you could do it at your house now. As a kid, we used to stand oh. at the at the end of the pool <laughs> with boogie boards mm. and just push Gosh on the water it. as hard as you could, and that would get a little. We could do that yeah. version. But didn't you say that they're bringing it to Brizzy already?
4: Yeah, so we we're talking to uh, one of the staff members there, and we said, "Oh, so what's the go where they're going to be opening one up in Sydney and Brisbane?" And I said, "Yeah, so first they're going to open one in Sydney, and then Brisbane's next. So right. I don't know where, but I reckon Sydney's home bush, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Brisbane's undecided yet because they've got to build the one in." Sydney first. So. You know he what wants I like about
3: Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be good. I, I like the thing about it because I'll never forget this. I was what, you remember the real world on MTV? Yep. Um, they were yeah. doing it at Darling Harbour and they did an external shot of Darling Harbour and two people ran past with surfboards under their arms with no shirts on. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> One surf's at Darling, harbour. what are you doing? And you'd see like Tullamarine in Melbourne, where well, this is, and there's people walking around with surfboards. You'd be like, oh, did I take surfboard? Yeah. If you've hmm.
0: never been to Darling Harbour in Sydney, it it's, it's like a lake. Well, yeah. It's a harbour. It's a <laughs> harbour. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just like we're
3: in Australia. There's the surfers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, Scotty, we're glad you had a good time, um, yes. and we're glad you didn't get arrested because you thought it would be funny to wear a <laughs> wig on the plane why, yeah. with a face mask, <laughs> so you your mates wouldn't recognise you, and you looked like something you would
4: see on <laughs> crime stuff You can't
1: do a disguise at the airport. That's why I came And he goes, "Oh no, <laughs> yeah, only a few security guards were
4: following me. Uh, a Few security guards. I reckon all the cameras turned and followed me when I was walking and sitting down, and, uh, and yeah, there were a few security guards <laughs> <laughs> checking me out. Going, What's going on here? Uh, I think, but uh, no one <laughs> approached me. I bet crime. you they
3: were like. I bet you they were like. Oh, that's Scotty too hot. He doesn't want to get recognised from Freddy Chat Tuesday, does he? <laughs> <laughs> he's going incognito. <laughs> Did you
0: wear it on, on the plane or just when you got to the Melbourne nah, airport? No,
4: I landed. Nah, right, I landed. okay. So, when you
1: landed, so you put it on in the plane to then leave. No one found that weird? Hey, eh? Oh, he's got nah, surfers by the way.
4: Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. No, when I landed, I went from Qantas because they were coming in on Virgin, so I went into the toilets, the toilets. in the Virgin. Yeah, and then, Oh, that's not, that's not at all.
0: <laughs> when <laughs> well, a man God. came out a woman.
3: <laughs> Which is allowed.
0: Uh, it is allowed, <laughs> but probably not in an airport. <laughs> good on you, buddy. Always good to chat. There he
1: is. Scotty Too Hotty. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
5: Many upper class people will be like, that isn't normal. Lessons you learn growing up poor. And
3: yeah, Manny and I were having a chat off air about this and it's, uh, There's a few sort of flags that you can go, oh, if someone says it to you, you go, oh, you obviously were poor growing up. And we got onto the topic. I don't know how it came up. We were talking about Franklin's. And I used to go to Franklin's every Sunday buy myself a Cherry Ripe and a Garfield comic strip. And I'd sit there and eat it and read the comic strip. And it was one of the greatest times of my life. But Franklin's was not exclusively... That's where you shopped yeah. if you were if you didn't have much money.
0: Franklin's no frills. Franklin's no frills. And I remember as a kid the big bags of family chips, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so like you'd ha- go to school and the kids would have like the Samboy, like you get the little family ones mm-hmm. inside the big bags. Mm. They, people would have the brand name Samboys, and then I would pull out yep. this bag um, that said Franklin's no frills. But if the writing was the color pink, what flavor was it? So I'm gonna
1: Oh, salt and vinegar. Oh, salt and vinegar. Sorry, salt we vinegar didn't chips. Have chips. Yeah. yeah. Well, my mum was uh, quite posh, so she used to go and take the black and gold ones out of the, the labels and then send it to us.
0: Right. Yes. So put them in a separate container. A separate container yeah. so that you didn't know
1: because that was just, you know, a little bit of a brand.
0: Now, if you opened up our pantry... There was no name brand anything. Mm. And I used to always get really annoyed about that with my parents. Like, why do we have to buy all the Povo stuff? And then I had children of my own, and I was like, we're buying the Povo stuff. (laughs) Do
1: you know the first takeaway that we had was when we went and bought it ourselves? My parents refused to do takeaway. Mm. Really? No, no, never got takeaway. Why would you? No. The only time that we'd go out was a Chinese restaurant for Mm -hmm. your birthday. All you can Mm -hmm. eat. Load up, kids. Mm -hmm. They used to combine it with the first half of the year and the second half of the year.
0: Oh, so they put all the birthdays together? Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's that's actually quite clever. So if you had a birthday in January and you had one in June, yeah. then you would get to go to Chinese
1: together. I used to love it when mum goes, this is a combined present for your birthday and for Christmas. And you're like, oh, my no. birthday's in May. That's good. <laughs>
3: that's good. <laughs> I remember oh, the shoes at, at our high school, you had to have rollers. Do you remember rollers? The black shoes with the, the sort of grids on the bottom, they were grid-like on the bottom. And, of course, we could rollers were expensive, so we had, like, Grabolas. Gribolas. Yeah. the pump up ones that the people, the rich kids used
1: like to have? Like pumps? Yeah, Reeboks. Reeboks. Reebok pumps. Reebok pumps. Yeah. And it had a, like a basketball mm-hmm.
0: on it. Yeah. Mm, the, couldn't the, get those. The tongue of them, you squeezed it. it and it tightened nice. the shoe around
3: your foot. Mm. Um,
0: we put this up on Facebook last night. And you can add into this 131060. Um, tell us that you grow up, ha- how we would know you grew up poor. Mm. Like you were Povo. Because so many people jumped in on this powdered milk a lot of people here with PTSD Mm -hmm. around powdered milk in our um, in our Instagram Mm -hmm. and watering down stuff so watering down juice, watering down tomato sauce, watering down
1: shampoo and conditioner yes. in our household. Yeah. yeah, I
0: still do that because I keep forgetting to go and buy more. So I just keep watering. My it parents still do
1: water down dishwashing detergent, and I'm like, "No, mate, this mm. is so watered down. We're not cleaning them."
0: <laughs> but you, but it waters down when you pour, squirt it into the sink.
1: I'm trying to tell you, they wanted to make it last longer, mm. so it was like that. It would last a whole year. The dishwashing thing. Did anybody else?
0: Because pump soap wasn't a big thing when I was a kid. Did anybody else's parents stick together tiny bars of soap to make big bars of yes, soap? Yes, everyone did yeah, that. Yeah, when it get yeah, towards yeah, the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. and occasionally there'd be, like, all these little dove soaps stuck together, and then Dad's random green one that was just
1: slapped on the top as well. Mm-hmm. The like one that gives me bad together? memories? Is my dad used to take us to the drive-ins, and he used to go, All right, kids. As you get, hop in the boot oh. and you got a blanket. <laughs> oh. Oh. And he used to play and he was the only one going. Do they pop the boot and check it? Not, nah, never. And we had like a station wagon. So you used to just roll there with a blanket. They probably knew, no, but it was no, like the know. worst having three kids in the back, not beating your, your foot, your the-
3: Think of the box office numbers. Like this movie should have been a much bigger hit. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: bro.
3: laughs> no one went to see it.
0: Um, rich kids, are, if, you, if you grew up a rich kid as well, feel free to tell us about stuff you saw at your
3: friend's place. Mm. Uh,
0: yeah. we're, we're happy to take those calls.
3: Mel in Heritage Park, tell us you were good, poor, um, how you grew up poor.
5: Good morning. Hi, guys. Great show. Um, I used to wear my stepdad's pants and wrap the belt around really, really tight because I couldn't afford the cross colours.
0: <laughs> oh, so you would do it. The belt, would uh, you'd have to loop like over the flap yeah, of the jean and do it twice. tight. <laughs> I
6: wear
7: his massive
6: jeans because I couldn't afford cross colours because that was the thing.
0: There you go. What
5: cross colours? You know the big baggy pants? You oh. get they were like not fluoro, but really bright. Yeah. You get like red or yellow or green, Yeah. and you wear a little crop top.
0: Yeah. Years <laughs> later, that became the look, though, didn't it? Pants that didn't fit. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're a gangster, your Mel.
6: in inferny heels. What's yours? Hi guys. My aunt was an exclusive Franklin's no frills shopper, which was fine until my uncle got out of the shower and picked up the Ajax instead of the talcum powder, oh. and doused himself in oh. his nether region. Whoa. That burns, that does. That does so, burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it used
0: to be in a powder form, yeah. the old Ajax. Yep. Mm. yep, and the talcum powder looks exactly the same. It's yeah, true. Right it's
6: next still to
3: each a, other. Yeah, yeah. the cylinder. That's the m- problem with generic
0: packaging. Yeah. <laughs> it mm. the same. There was no colours, no nothing. See, the brand, mm. well, was it, it was home brand, mm. which was their no brand. Mm. They don't have that anymore. Like, Woolies and Coles have Woolworths and Coles brand. Mm. Like, don't they have
1: some of them still? They're normally right up the top or right down the bottom because they've paid yeah. for the the lower space. Yeah, or, yeah. But they always say they save on marketing because all
2: the packages. Yeah.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> hey, Gail, you're on. Tell us about uh, about growing up poor.
5: I'm uh, uh, taking my own uh, taking own snacks to uh, the movies. Oh yes.
1: Yeah. Now I still do that. Does anyone else do that? I do
5: it too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like,
1: you normally go to the store <laughs> or something first and then get it all. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Please. Um. Like, use a microwave in the parents' room now. So, um... Oh. Pop, up pop your popcorn. popcorn. Oh, oh yeah. Gail, you are a genius.
0: So what, so what, did, what did you <laughs> say? Hello, you do, best. You, go, you go to the parents' room and pop your popcorn. At the
3: Westfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's genius. <So> good.
0: <laughs> do the mums say anything to you when they're lined up to heat their bottles behind you? No, I'm like a ninja.
3: I just go
1: in and out. They can only smell it, Gail. Yeah, I I would, I would applaud you if I saw a mum there doing that. Because often, if you think about it, they're actually close to the cinema. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And the
3: markup on popcorn is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Renee, you grew up poor.
5: Yes, I did. So I was one of three kids, and uh, when we'd open up our school lunch boxes, we'd have a third of a roll-up in there
7: each.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Did
0: did your parents get the ones that were one colour, or did you each get a different rainbow rainbow one?
5: No, we get the one. So it depended what box mum had. If you had the end bits, you had a piece of the wrapping. If you got the middle bit, you just had this sad piece of white plastic floating <laughs> around. Oh, That's
3: sad. Half the fun of the roll up is unrolling it, especially too. in
5: the, the heat when it's all stuck together.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, these are so good. And you know what? You think about it now. Imagine mm. the money you'd save if you still lived frugally like this. Well, people do. You, know? you can. Mm. You think my kids with what they've become accustomed? I can't help it. You
7: spoiled them young.
0: (laughs) All of our kids would be the same, giving up iPads. Hey, Hope, you're on the air. What do you reckon? uh, Tell us when you grew up poor.
5: Grandma had a whole cupboard full of black and gold everything, and she was one of those grandmas that bought those pink, black and gold must sticks.
3: Oh yeah. Still
5: to this day, I do not like must sticks. Ignore the smell.
7: Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were a different texture. They weren't. You know how sometimes
7: they were powdery. they're powdery. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it was like chore, oh. sure, and I did it correctly, and I was like on my point. Grandma be like, "Here's a mustache," and I'm like, "Can I not?"
7: <laughs> <laughs> Good
0: on you, Hope. Um, all right, uh, Julie, you're on the air. Growing up, Paul. Hi, guys. How are you going? Right. Um,
6: there was five of us. Uh, mum, dad, three kids and we would uh, have to share one washer and one towel so my dad would shower first and wash the body <laughs> mum would have a shower, wash the body the face washer and then I'd get in the shower and mum's like make sure you're washing your face Oh Oh, boy, yeah, no, the um, trauma I remember from the smell and the thought of everything is horrific. Were you the youngest, Julie? The one towel. No, I was the eldest, so my poor brother was the youngest. but, oh, horrific, horrific. One, wow. one washer, uh, you yeah, know. <laughs> was there
0: ever any days where that they, they line you all lined up and it was the dirtiest person went last? Or was it just no. there, there was an order yeah. and that's what we
6: no, stuck to? No, that was the order. Dad in his body. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <then> the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we should have had a trigger
3: warning at the start. I didn't realise.
1: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Training
2: Britney Spears. What do we want?
5: Britney's squeaky clean image being tarnished
1: This documentary has made headlines all over the world and finally it's going to be um, here in Australia tonight, 9pm on Channel 9 talking about the Framing Britney uh, documentary and the executive producer of it joins us now Mary Robertson, good morning Good morning. Did you expect it to have so much appeal
2: all over the world? (laughs) No. Short answer is no. Uh, We anticipated that the film might generate some interest because we know that, you know, Britney Spears is a star with a, you know, a mega wattage quality, Um, but we had no idea that this film would spark so much conversation uh, around misogyny, around tabloid culture, around mental health, around her conservatorship. So
0: the documentary is around, obviously, Britney Spears. We saw her rise to fame, and she was the biggest star in the world. Then we saw her decline, and the media really, really turned on her. Paparazzi harassed her. Um, we you know, saw her shave her head. We saw her get out of that car with no underwear on, and, and everyone sort of pretty much attacked Britney. Now everyone's coming around and feels sorry for her because she, you know, it almost seems like she doesn't have control of her own life. What is something that you uncovered in this that absolutely shocked you?
2: There are a lot of um, moments that were recorded by paparazzi or talk show appearances that she made during the 90s and the early aughts that now appear quite shocking. You know, you see at the very beginning of the film, you see a 10-year-old Britney Spears appear on Star Search and she and she presents with this tremendously strong voice and a lot of poise and charisma. And she's asked right after her performance um, by the host of the time, Ed McMahon, if she has a boyfriend and she's 10 years old. And, you know, I think that that was shocking in a way to see that she was being sort of met with questions of a vaguely, or if not explicitly sexual nature at that young of an age.
4: I noticed last week you had the most adorable pretty eyes. Do you have a boyfriend? No, sir. Why not?
2: They're mean. (laughs)
4: <laughs> boyfriends you mean all boys are mean i'm not mean how about me
2: well it depends i get that a lot you know at the age of 17 and 18 you saw her ask questions about whether or not she was a virgin and whether or not her breasts were real um, i think that it would it's hard to imagine public figures uh, journalists asking teenage stars uh, these questions today um, but of course it, it was it was fairly commonplace at the time and it is shocking now.
3: The thing with the conservatorship we don't really have that here it's not kind of hard, not the mm-hmm. same law it's hard for us to get our head around it but um, for every time it is taken to court it seems like the dad seems to still keep the conservatorship why do you think that is?
2: You know I don't want to put myself in the position of sort of getting to the courts so and mm. the lawyers that are involved um, and, I, you know, I can't really speculate too much on why the courts have made the decisions that they've made. Many of the court records remain sealed. So um, despite our, you know, really um, extensive efforts to, you know, investigate the conditions of the conservatorship, there's only so much anyone from the outside um, can ever really ascertain. Mm.
1: Which, uh, whether it's for, for her benefit, and a lot of people are saying that they still financially will benefit from it, and that's what people are finding difficulty, but where with her parents when she was getting asked all those questions? Or did you find that they were absent at the start of her career when she was so young, like you said, being asked, you know, whether she was a virgin and all that? Were her parents helpful then, do
2: you think? You know, her parents were two um, very different figures. Um, Lynn and Jamie, Brittany's mother and father, are now divorced. But, you know, her mother is reported as being a very uh, close and involved parent for, for many years Um, and her father's involvement in all likelihood probably um, sort of ebbed and flowed. So, yes, I think that there's been some change. I don't think that there was, uh, you know, our reporting doesn't indicate certainly that there was negligence on the part of Lynn certainly at yeah. any point and she you know gave Felicia this woman who shares her uh, much of her story in our film is Felicia is one of Brittany's close friends and she was her really chaperone and assistant at times as well sort of had a role that defies um, easily easy labeling or easy categorization but you know she was she was Lynn the mother's proxy and there to take care of Brittany and I think she did. Have any of them Tried to stop you doing this? You know, I can't comment on all of the correspondence, but we're not—you know—the New York Times is not easily intimidated and that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good for you guys. You
1: mean the Good letters have all gone into one room, um, and there's one assistant now going through them.
3: <laughs> you had—you the, did um, approach Brittany a few times to be in the documentary, uh, and she declined. Do you know if she's seen it?
2: Uh, Well, we don't know for certain whether or not she's seen it. Uh, It's hard to know for certain whether or not Brittany has seen anything or really who's governing any of the communication that's coming Mm. from her. You know, in the film, we look into her Instagram account, which many believe is the only sort of outward expression that she can control right now, but we don't actually know whether or not she is controlling that. It's really anyone's guess at this point.
0: Uh, Justin Timberlake came out recently after this all went to air because uh, this uh, documentary shows their breakup um, where, you know, they're saying you guys um, revealed his song Cry Me a River really made out that Britney cheated on him. And he never really said anything about Britney, but he never helped her out. Everyone blamed her for the breakup. Did you guys reach out to Justin Timberlake?
2: We of course absorbed the apology that he posted on his Instagram account that was directed at Brittany and at, uh, Janet Jackson. We absorbed that shortly after mm. the film's release along with the rest of, you know, the world or anyone who was looking at his account. And I think that we were not expecting it certainly and we weren't seeking, uh, you know, public contrition from him necessarily. Um, but we're moved of course that, uh, you know, that he saw, um, you know, that he felt that he should respond to what was being offered in the film and and to some of the critical analysis of past decisions
0: when you were uh, investigating that part of the documentary what is it that you uncovered did he did it very much seem like he tried to make britney look bad or he just sort of turned a blind eye to the truth
2: well, you know, uh, what you're able to see now so clearly is that at the moment that around when Brittany and Justin broke up. And, of course, they had a very public romance. We now see that he effectively was able to control the narrative and the public narrative that um, it was alleged that Brittany was responsible largely for the breakup and that perhaps it was her, um, you know, romantic entanglements with others that was responsible for the breakup. And there was a video put forth by Justin Timberlake um, in which you see him, uh, you know, looking at a woman who bears a lot of resemblance to Britney and she's naked and entering the shower and he's playing that sex tape for her that he's uh, made with another Girl, <laughs> um, you know, and these are, you know, I, I, I'm putting that out there to say that this is what we know, right? This is this is what is readily available. And We can also look at some of the interviews that Britney did at the time, you know, with public figures in American journalism, who said, you know, that your employer said you said, you know, Justin said that you break his heart. Can you essentially respond to that um, and put it in a form that sounds almost like an
1: accusation? I think that's why it's been so popular as well. Well, because we all do remember the headlines and seeing the images, but we never saw the person behind it because it was a different time where you never saw the pain of celebrities because they were so high and mighty and you never saw them comment on social media because mm. it wasn't it. But now, if anything goes wrong, you can get one celebrity tweeting about how uncomfortable that interview was and that person would would mm-hmm. never work again. Mm. So you would never be able to treat anyone the same way that people treated Britney Spears.
2: Absolutely. I I mean, I do think the media culture has changed in so many ways. And celebrities today, public figures do have access to social media platforms in which they can control the narrative that they're putting out there and engage with their fans in ways that can feel really intimate and, yes, at their discretion. So certainly that has changed. Television series, late-night talk show hosts, they're not the arbiters or gatekeepers when it comes to the narratives and the images that these um, celebrities and public figures are putting forth. And we know that, you know, many of the late-night talk show hosts and the newspapers and the magazines of Britney there of the 90s and the early aughts know that they were controlled by men or led by men. Um, and I think we've seen in the post Me Too era that a lot of the, you know, the demographics of the gatekeepers have changed, and that certainly influenced the way in which we're receiving public figures as well,
0: arguably. It'll be interesting moving forward too on this because I think um, you you see the way Britney was treated and it was terrible. But the whole thing around pop culture as well, we're going to have to try and find between media and celebrities the sweet spot because some celebrities are happy to give a lot of information and generate a lot of press when they're in maybe an album release or a movie release phase Mm. to get Publicity, and then sometimes then they'll want to rein it all in and be like, "Now I want my privacy." And then it'll be it'll be interesting to see how we find in between when they want comment and when they don't want comment.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think respecting boundaries is something we should all look to um, do and engage in. I don't mean to sound preachy, certainly, and I think one of the lessons for me <laughs> from working on the framing Britney Spears film um and from absorbing the response to the film is that we would do we would all do well to approach public figures um with a degree of kindness and generosity right i think it's very Mm. tempting to um, forget that there are people with similar sets of problems um, and that some of those problems are probably compounded by the pressures of living in the public eye
0: who's the next celebrity justin bieber Because he he copped it it pretty bad as well for a few years there when when he was quite sick. Is there there another celebrity you guys are are working on to uncover the way they've they've sort of been through the media?
2: We have a list. We have a list of, uh, yes, ideas for new projects around how we're treating Meghan Markle and asking us to reflect upon that. Kanye West is another name, someone who appears to be suffering from... A mental health disorder and you know at various times has been that was a sort of some charitable or generous response. So I, I yeah, I think it's worth certainly all of us reflecting upon how we're treating those two and many others.
3: Donald Trump? That's another issue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mary, we really appreciate your uh, time this morning. There has been a lot of talk about this here in Australia since it aired over in America. Not going to lie, I did try and find it on the internet, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't do anything illegal, so I will legally... <laughs> Only because he couldn't find, couldn't find it. Find just it. Yeah, so he you know. Well, <laughs> you, did, you did such <laughs> a great job, Mary. I had to get my eyes on it. Um, it will be tonight, Channel 9, 9 o'clock, Framing Brittany, Mary Roberts, and the executive producer. Thank you so much for your time this morning.
2: Thanks for
1: having me. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby.
2: Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help.
1: I'm trying to help you. If you want a problem solved or you just want to vent, because a lot of people have on this topic, uh, you can at b 105comau I'll share it with the group and we can get everyone's advice. Okay. Um, so the topic I'm talking about is JobKeeper. So, dear Abby, so I work in before and after school care and we're heavily affected by COVID. We had a quarter of the kids that normally attend due to homeschooling. It was a fight for hours, but as soon as JobKeeper happened, so many were no longer available to work. I say available because they were studying so didn't want to work for the money they were already getting. Um, Some of them even got a pay rise because JobKeeper was more than the hours that they were on.
0: Asked oh, like some, some casual stuff. So, if you only
1: worked three hours, remember there was a everyone got paid the same yeah, amount? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not an Australian citizen, so my boss was very kind to give me all the work that was there. So, I got extra. Plus, like I said, no one else wanted to work. So, I asked for a couple of weeks off in January when school went back, but no one was available to cover me or didn't want to. Mm. That's fine. I dealt with it. But now they're wanting to return to work, and I feel bad as I'm friends with so many of them, but I'm not prepared to give them my shifts. My boss has said it is up to me because I did all the hard yards when they needed us. Is it just me that's annoyed over JobKeeper issues? Please help.
0: Well, 13, 10, 60, uh, you can weigh in. And I, I reckon this is going to be a big issue around mo- um, workplaces over the coming weeks as JobKeeper gets phased out.
1: Mm. I mean, I don't, I mean, I understand it's work ethic, right? And But it's hard when you're giving money to people and you're saying, you'll get that amount whether you work or not. Like, that's a hard concept for people that are studying yep. and go, well, wait a minute, why do I have to work if I do? Mm. But th- I don't know if there is that work ethic of going, I want that job after. Yep. Because a lot yeah. of people will go, well, maybe I don't.
0: Mm. See, I would reward this lady for putting in the hard work And that's yards. what her boss has said. Like, keeping she can the business have a- going. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's interesting with JobKeeper how people were unavailable to work, but then when the money dries up, they're like, all of a sudden, oh, no. Funny that, because I have no money and lots of free time. All yeah, of a sudden. <laughs>
1: I've got a lot of um, emails from it from a lot of big businesses as well, like a mm. lot of um, different restaurants or takeaway places that were franchised, and they said they they asked workers to work, and when they said no, they said they're not going to get them back.
0: No, yeah, if they right. didn't work
1: over the COVID times.
0: I, I know. So I... then
1: they're they're like asking for more staff to then apply now.
0: Right. I know of a business, um, someone was telling me they had someone who was on um, JobKeeper, Mm. and they were bringing people back to work, and it was time for one person in their business to come back, um, because they were on stand-down as well, and they said, oh, I can't, because I'm away on holiday. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like... Mm. No, you get JobKeeper so, job. to come back to work. You're like, you, yeah. we didn't send you off on leave. It's called JobKeeper. Yeah, it's time to come back. They're like, no, I can't come until the week and a half later because I'm going to be up north.
1: <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, yeah, well, I still get the money. It's been a lot of attitude as well. Like, it's not your money, it's the government's money. And so, yeah. well, everybody is, is contributing and paying for it. But they still had to do the, the paperwork, I guess. They still had to apply for their yeah. employer, employee to get it, didn't they?
3: Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even if you're someone who is on the JobKeeper and you're like, well, they're the rules. Why, would I, why wouldn't I do it? I'm not technically not breaking any rules. You're not no. doing anything wrong. But it is working in the system. So it's
1: due to finish end of March,
3: right? Yeah. I think there's a lack of forward thinking on the behalf of those people. Because as you say, you need to, there needs to be a job for you to go back to. And the only way for that to happen is for the business to keep running while people are away. But mm. then... It's a tough one because you say you're not doing anything wrong. Well, if
1: you're if you're a student mm. and you're like, I've got extra time to do my uni.
0: But are
3: I'm they? still
1: getting, I don't know, but you I'm know. still getting paid for it. Mm. It's what the government wanted me to do. Mm.
0: Mm. Uh, the best part of this is they're both right and they're both wrong. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So let's rip open these phones. Tough one. Britt, in Chermside, what do you think?
4: Um, I honestly think she shouldn't. Um, why should she? She has the work ethic that a lot of other people haven't, so... Kudos for her for, for not giving it up 100%.
3: Mm. Mm. Tell about the fact that, that she is friends with some of these people. That does make it a little bit trickier.
4: No, not really. Friends or not, she's done, she's taken the higher ground. The others haven't, so why should she? Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to change Brett's mind on this one. He's very... <laughs> no. he's very but but he's not wrong. But no,
1: he's not wrong at all, absolutely. Mm. Anonymous is on the line. What's your view on it? You work in finance?
5: I do. Good morning, guys. How are hey. you going? Good. Good. So I do work in finance, uh, mortgages and everything and stuff. And two points of view. One, yes, she should definitely not give up her shifts. She's done the hard yards, especially when the employer needed it mm. as well. But also, in a fact, I don't think these people who were on JobKeeper sitting there not working realise the negative impact on them financially where things are going to help them out in the future. Because a lot of any time you want to apply for credit, even for a Hum or ZipPay, or a small credit card, if you can't show you've got proper pay going through on your payslip and it's just JobKeeper, they'll turn around and say no. Mm. Oh, so
1: if it's JobKeeper, they won't consider it as the same as they would with a long-term job?
5: A lot of banks are not accepting JobKeeper unless you can show that you have been doing proper work as well as receiving JobKeeper. and That's where on a payslip, you'll see that someone's actually worked proper hours and may have received a top up for JobKeeper, and then it's backed up by a letter from the employer that the employer will keep the person post JobKeeper, and this is how much they earned, their hours, etc.
1: Wow. That's interesting. Because even if that you, would be you're a bit thinking, of a bombshell for a lot of people. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You're thinking in your mind, well, I'm making more money. The credit card people will love that, but in fact, they won't. They'll just mm. see you as someone who Murchin. may, yeah, may, mm. may lose their job. Mm.
1: Sarah in Cleveland, you're a business owner. What's your I am. this? Good morning. Hey.
6: Um, yes, we're in travel. So obviously, for us, we do overseas travel. So for us, it's going to be a big loss because we're going to have to stand down um, our employees after JobKeeper finishes.
3: Right. Right. Wow. So
6: not so not so good for our sector, unfortunately.
0: No, and this and yeah. that's what's going to be tough because a lot of companies. Um, thought a lot of people think, well, the stand-downs have already happened. I mean, we were, we were very lucky even here at the radio station. People thought because we were still on the air, and a lot of our advertisers couldn't spend money, so we, yeah, we had to make huge changes.
1: <clears throat> Sarah, so I guess because yes. Anastasia Palaszczuk is pushing for Queensland, especially, you know, to still get JobKeeper because there's so much tourism. But there's
6: also, um, you know, domestic tourism. We're an international tourism. Right. So for us, it's even a you know, double loss whether we're going to be able to, you know, have have the business once everything finishes. So who knows what's going to happen, obviously, for international travel, because we don't even know when we're going to be able to do travel. It.
1: And when are you going to make that, I guess, those hard calls, Sarah? Is it going to be at the end of March when everything stops? It is. Yeah.
6: Unfortunately, it is. And then, you know, what what do you do when you need people back?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you That's for calling, Sarah. Point. We hope it all works
3: out well for you, well, as best as it can mm. in the end. Pia in Gordon Park, what do you think about this?
6: Hi, I'm kind of similar to the previous lady. Uh, my partner's a international pilot mm. and she's been stood down since, you know, this all went pear-shaped and had the odd um, few weeks of flying here and there. So JobKeeper is really important to us because there is no there's no choice in terms of should we take a shift or not. She mm. would be working, you know, every day if she could. Um, so I, yeah, I think it needs to be targeted yeah. and not everyone on JobKeeper is, um, you know, rotting the
1: system. Yeah. The yeah. So do you think it yeah. could be a possibility for industries? Cause I know they have spoken about it and said the tourism industry, and look, I know that it's going to be hard to, to sort of prove, but especially here in Queensland mm. that yes, JobKeeper I- could be extended for industries that have no choice, but to shut down because of the government restrictions.
6: Absolutely, and I'm actually quite surprised that that isn't sort of going to happen. I, I, found, I, I thought, oh, no, we'll be right. They know that, you, you know, international flying is not happening. So I'm quite surprised it hasn't sort of gone that way automatically almost.
0: Mm. Is it frustrating for you to hear that you've got a partner who absolutely cannot get a single shift at work because planes are not in the air, but then you're hearing of people who could be working who are refusing yep.
6: it? Oh, absolutely! Um, I think that when it all hit, though, there was it was such an urgent need. Everyone, you know, was so affected so quickly. Mm. All businesses with, with lockdown. That I get that the perfect system was never going to happen so quickly. Mm. Um, but I just think we've had plenty of time now to realise the impact of this this virus and what it's done to businesses and livelihoods that it's time to really target it and therefore, yeah, industries like travel and tourism and others, not just that, really need to be supported because it's through no fault of their own. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. And again, we just, we'll need them when it all, Yeah, Yeah, well, we
1: just hope there's a way that we can all safely travel soon. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks
0: live tomorrow. It'll be Wednesday, March the 3rd for $10,000. Here are some answers. Tightrope and Twitter. By tomorrow for 10
1: grand. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. And was about the the ringing, the <laughs> a loyal listener of the show, Gary, sent me the interview of Prince Harry that he did um, with James Gordon. And it was of him going in to use someone's bathroom because they're mm. doing a, t- a tour um, over in the States. And he just went and asked us strangers. Uh, a stranger knocked on the door and said, "Can we use the bathroom?" This is me laying down challenge. Prince Harry is—he's done something that I want to see. If you boys would be able to get away
4: with, I'm actually dying for a pee. Can I use your bathroom? <laughs> You're going for a win. Yeah, no, right? yeah, the fresh
0: prince. No, if, if a random man, uh, would you who be able to do it? Was not famous. <laughs> yeah. Knocked on your yeah. door and said, "I was just in the neighbourhood. I need to use the bathroom." There's not a chance they would let you in.
1: Not a chance. So we thought, all right, well, let's go and see. Let's, let's test Let's go and theory. see if a random man is able to knock on a door and get um, <laughs> let in to use a toilet. Now, we went to Paddington um, yesterday. Stav and Maddie were going to do it. Stav freaked out. It was his worst nightmare. <laughs> you like, get real anxious out. about
3: <laughs> approaching strangers, I I don't you? Do. I do. I time, don't know what it is. When you
1: went in, he's like, oh, my God, oh, my
0: God, oh,
3: my God. Oh, my God, God he's oh my God, doing God, it. He's God, doing God. it. He's really doing it.
1: Ironically, he was the one that was about to wet his
0: pants.
3: <laughs> I was. I wanted to run away. So we went door knocking mm. and just
0: asked random strangers, hey, we're in the neighbourhood, I'm waiting for a
1: friend. That We had to think of a I backstory. I said you had to do a backstory. Because yeah. I yeah. said you couldn't just say, Good, do I need to use your bathroom? Yeah. You mm. need a backstory. And it was a great backstory.
0: I was visiting a friend. They weren't home yet. I was really dying to go to the toilet. Perfect. Um, I was sure it was not going to work. House number one.
3: There's a car in the driveway.
0: Hello, how are you? How are you? Uh, my name's Matt. I'm just visiting a friend, a couple of houses down They're not home yet and I really need to use the bathroom. I was wondering if I could trouble you for your bathroom. You go to the side, there's an no one down there. There's a toilet down the bottom there? Yeah. Good on you, mate. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, a little outhouse. <laughs> Thank you. You no. actually had to go through with it. <laughs> we call,
3: we <laughs> called that 50-50 success, though, because it wasn't outside. Yes. You didn't actually get entry into the house. So yeah. we were like, it wasn't yeah, wasn't cool, as satisfied, but yeah, was he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we had to go again.
0: Hey, how are you? Good. I'm I'm just visiting a friend down the road. They're not home yet. I'm just waiting for them. I really need to use the bathroom. I was wondering if I'd be able to just borrow your bathroom really quickly. Oh, look, It's going to be in there. Someone's in the bathroom oh, at the moment? No problem. Okay, yeah. thank you. That's Okay. Sorry, I know it's a bit of a weird request. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <sighs> that's a no, see? But I get that, it was a young woman. Yeah, that's good. So I would understand. It's sensible. I wouldn't let me in if I was a young woman. But she was no very polite about it.
1: We were happy with that, though, weren't we? We're we like, were. like, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, <laughs> sensible <laughs>
3: young lady. Yeah, would, very sensible. I would have
1: been like, my big boyfriend's in the bathroom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's a bikie.
1: <laughs> He's huge.
3: Hiding
0: from the cops at the moment, in fact. So... <laughs> but sure, you can go in. <laughs> Do what you want. So, so that, you, that kind of made sense. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Although you weren't satisfied, so we're like, well, let's just go for one more.
3: Well, we still needed to go. I wanted,
0: to, <laughs> I wanted to go into Int- a house. Yeah. like I wanted someone to let me through the threshold, mm. down the hallway, point me down where to go. And so
3: we saw an intercom.
1: We saw. Wait, we picked the most lardy die house in the
3: street. Well, yeah, we yeah. You let me think, tell you, you when, don't
1: think that was lardy
3: die? Well, we didn't know how lardy. Like, what well, the intercom see. and yeah. the
1: big fence.
3: Mm. This is how it went. Oh,
7: mate,
3: I'm
0: sorry to bother you. Sorry if I could borrow your bathroom really quickly. I'm just waiting for a friend over the road. They're not home yet. Yeah. Is, sure. is that okay? Yeah, Thank you.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: Brilliant. Thank you, mate. Appreciate that.
1: I love, that's impressive. I love how you're whispering the whole time because he was on the phone or something. So
0: he had earpods in because right, okay. it was on a business call, and he goes, Oh, yeah, hang on a second, mate. I've got a very weird request. He walks me through. This house was beautiful. Like, <laughs> it was my dream house. I was looking around. And I um even used a bit of hand soap while I was in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought you have the moisturizer as well. I, <laughs> could, I could hear him, he was kinda of still hanging outside the door. As you would. Yeah. I was gonna ask yeah. if they
3: did that. Yeah. yeah. And so I was
0: like so I used the toilet, I flushed, and then I washed my hands, but I couldn't um I thought it was probably a bit too far use for me towel. to use their towel. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't use the towel and I showed him my hands were wet as I walked <laughs> out to be like I haven't I haven't touched your <laughs> towel. That's Touch your impressive. Towel. Cool. I was thinking, look you said it
1: would never done you no. surprised yourself I do like that he had a theory after you're like yeah. people let me in it means I don't look dodgy or
0: they think they could bash me <laughs> <laughs>
1: they think they can, I look up in there and there I
0: yeah, can take him all that's I right. thing yeah. it was is I thought maybe I look really friendly and I was like nah the guy looked me up and down and he thought if he tries to attack me I could bash him yeah. you're right mate in you come I'm, I don't look threatening mm.
3: at all so we so. should have sent Abby <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> see the video of it's online search so stab Abby man on Facebook now Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast B105 And as we do every day at the end of the show take a moment to just think about what we've said and we reflect
1: mm. We're a bit of an issue at the moment because um, my uh, eldest son is a little bit smarter than I am, you know. Just book smart. Mm. He hasn't got the street smart. Oh, He's wouldn't. never going to do that. He's saving that for his middle brother.
0: Wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't last out there on the <laughs> streets. Not
1: like not like Dad and I. Uh. So he started to correct my grammar in little notes that I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, I know that. I'm just doing it. He goes, why are you doing it wrong then? And it's just annoying. Where I'm like, so now I'm working on my grammar. So I'm sending text messages and I'm trying to correct stabs <laughs> yeah. as well. And then I he goes, oh, good one, Osha. <laughs> Because <laughs> he used to correct that. Oh, did! He? And I was like, "No, mate, I'm actually asking you a question. Which one is it?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then I went, oh, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> it was two and two. You know, the two with yeah, one so he zero said two and two. Easy is yeah. that
1: double two? I that two double easy o. is double o, isn't it? Two easy.
3: I would just rewrite Siobhan, the sentence.
1: If I say it's two easy, that's two double o easy. Correct. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, look at you. See, I would have done the thumbs up emoji. Instead, mm. you know, I I will rewrite text messages and emails to use words oh, that I yeah. know. Like,
1: oh yeah, a Thesaurus, just to make it easier. Mm. Thanks, but no thanks.
3: Well, the world's worst Thesaurus is terrible. It's also terrible. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know.
0: laughs> Write that down. You're going to need that on tour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't wait for camping. <gasps> Let's do stand up. You can do stand up for us. Oh, that's Why didn't I think better and that yeah? better. We can have massages with Damien, who sounds like a great guy. He's coming along, and then you do stand up.
3: Cool. Uh, where do I invoice? Come on, mate. Well, if you're good at anything, never do it for free. For
1: every laugh.
0: If, if
3: that's the joke, I'm not paying. That's <laughs> not even
7: mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I uh, went for a little walk around the block <laughs> last night. Just, you know, go out, get some, get some fresh air.
1: It's a bit weird. No,
0: it was my wife and I. Oh, okay. We just, we, you know, went for a little, little Yeah, of course. <laughs> went for a little walk. Um, but we noticed uh, a house um, on the street over from us um, had sold. And, you know, it's always interesting to then go online and see, see the photos what of what their house looks like. Because, you know, it's been on realestate.com. Mm. But the thing is, when you're at the front of someone's house, you've got to remember that they're in their house. So when you're talking about it, they can probably hear you. Just
1: saying
0: not so, nice things. <laughs> no, no. It, the house was lovely. But you're like, oh, look. Oh, the kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen's okay. You probably changed the benchtop. <laughs> They're on their front deck. So this one's to me. Uh, thanks.
3: But no thanks. I'm telling you guys, and it's happening to a lot of people at the moment, what with China being the way China is, and then even just international travel, but a lot of stock can't get in, a lot of parts, a lot of cars, a lot of things can't get into the country. And my, uh, Lawnmower broke, and I put it in to be serviced. Dude said, "The earliest we can have this back is May." And that's, that's, on cr- a, that's crazy. Flat that's flat out. On like a, it's it. on a good day. And I was like, "All right." Then he texted me yesterday and said, "Your lawnmower is ready to be picked up." Now, I had locked in a good sweet <laughs> <laughs> few months of not mowing the lawn. Sorry, love, I'm trying, yeah. but it's just there. But I guess it could stay there. Tonight.
1: I mean, that's one way to really exceed expectations, isn't it? Is no, Tell the people that's <laughs> it's not going to be done. <laughs> that's so a can good you point. give us a review on our service? Well, yeah, yeah beyond expectations. yes,
3: yes. Mm-hmm. So for your speedy delivery of your parts, mm-hmm. thanks. But no thanks.
1: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. <laughs> B105.
0: Hey, there we go. That's the podcast, guys. Good job. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.
7: Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on V105.